good afternoon, and good night, depending on the time you tune into my podcast. I'm Kyvon Williams, and this is Family in Love. I know you're probably like, damn, Kai, you sound tired or stopped up, or you don't sound like yourself. Um, I'm a little bit drained. I'm a little bit uh, drained. I got myself uh, some Ducey and Coke, a cola, <laughs> before anybody's like, oh, he's on that booger, sugar. Nah, um, I just got a, I just got in from off the road. And for for those of you who don't know what I mean by off the road, it's not always about auditioning and uh, going off to, because most auditions you could do from home and send it off. It's 2023, damn near. I have my own business. I have my own courier business. I'm a medical courier by trade, if you want to call it that. Uh, I deliver blood, cancer medication, um, what else I got me Medication, just all sorts of stuff to kind of keep people alive. It makes me feel important. And uh, a lot of my routes are in the South, so I'm just kind of tired. Now I'll explain why I'm tired, why I'm drained, uh, why my phone's been on pretty much airplane mode for the past couple of days. Uh, I guess to start it off, today I'm failing in sharing my pain, you know? A lot of times, you know, as men, and I've even explored it on the podcast, I'm like, hey, open up, you know, let, let people know what's on your mind and what's on your heart, but sometimes misery loves company. You know what I mean? But the way I starve out my misery, I don't let it latch on to other people. You know, it's like I I do my best to play Uno and Spades, connect full with my misery, beat his ass in Madden, or talk it to death (laughs) so it can't bother my friends or my loved ones. Um, It's always been a defense mechanism of mine. Um, When I had partners or spouses, like that's who I was. I would lay that on. I wouldn't lay it on my brothers or my mother or, you know, my sister. Definitely not my friends. You know, I would just kind of keep it to myself or share it with her. So, um, not not trying to be too dramatic, but I almost shot somebody. And I'm not saying that to sound cool or like a gangster. I mean, come on, I'm pushing 40. That, that shit is not cool. But... I carry a burner, and I don't say that to sound cool. A burner is a less lethal option than, say, a 45 or something. So when I'm out on the road, I got my burner, and my burner shoots, like, pepper spray. It shoots, and, like, the, the, the pepper spray that it shoots, first off, when one of those balls hits you, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Bad Boys for Life, that shit's going to lump you up. You're not going to keep running after me or coming towards me. But the initial impact is going to lump you up. And ask anybody who knows about me. I'm a marksman with a firearm. But my burner is not classified as a firearm. Because one thing that I'm very conscious of is a black man going from state to state. I don't know every state's rules about concealed carry, open carry, uh, who, who can carry, who can't. Whatever. You know what I mean? 
But I know that this uh, this burner is not considered a firearm, but it is a weapon, a very powerful weapon. And uh, I always told myself, I was like, whenever I'm in a situation and I got to pull out a handgun or a weapon, I'm going to use it like straight up and down, like six o'clock. I'm not going to play around or joke or, hey, motherfucker, leave me alone. You want to die today? None of that silly movie theatrical shit. Nah, I'm just gonna bang your ass. That's it. <laughs> because we have made it past all the talking and all the negotiating. One thing you don't do, you don't negotiate with terrorists. And that's what I encountered. I was uh, going around, going to Rosa Claire, Illinois. And uh, it's always the small little town. I don't know if it's like my granddaddy speaking to me. I don't know if it's just the the ancestors of the country. I don't know if it's the blood rising up from the soil of all of our slain folks or whatever. But it's something about very small towns and like little windy country roads and dead trees and shit like that. It feels like I'm going through a time machine. So at any rate, I'm in Rosa Claire. And uh, it's the weather's not too bad. It's cold. It it's not pouring down rain. It's a light drizzle. It's cold. So I'm on these windy, tiny, small country roads. What comes up behind me? Big white pickup truck. I have like a very small black Nissan Sentra. Uh, I'll often joke I can get mad. Probably throw this thing across the street. It's a very small, very fuel efficient car for you know profession so i'm driving down one of the roads first off this motherfucker has high beams on so you know i'm moving to the rear view mirror so the lights are hitting my face i'm adjusting the mirrors or whatever i turn right he turns right i turn left he turns left i turn every time there's an opening for me to turn i turn and like he just keeps following me and then I get on this this straightaway. He speeds up. So I'm like, fuck it. Apparently he got someplace he has to be, right? So I put my warning lights on. Like, you know, I stick out. <laughs> Apparently, this is what offended him. My black hand, like, go around, go around. Nah, he's he still speeding up, coming up on me. Now, my heart is beating. It feels like it's dancing on my tongue and I'm trying to swallow it. I feel this anxiety I've never felt before. I look back and still the, the lights are blinding. But something inside of me is like, hey, this is a fight or flight situation. And there's this gas station over to the right. And on this country road, the speed limit's like 55. I'm doing 55. So I'm like, okay. God, if there's a problem, let it be it. So I get off <laughs> to the gas station or whatever, and he gets off too. So I just grab the burn. I'm ready to do what I got to do. He's like, nigger. Yeah, that's right. I said the N-word. Nigger, what the fuck's your problem? I just pointed at him like, we got a problem before he can move, before he can say anything. And the way that the barrel of the burner is made, it looked like I got a 45 pointed at you, and I got the beam on. So... He's just looking, I'm like, fucking do something. That's the toughest thing I could do, right? I'm terrified. You know what I mean? I don't know the gun laws here. I don't know who's seeing me. I don't know if more of his little 
uh, hanging nigga crew is there. So it's like, shit, I'm about to just drop him right here. He's like, you won, boy. You won. And he sped off and went the other way. And I thank God <laughs> that my exit was like two miles away. Because I don't know if this motherfucker went to get reinforcements or what. I say all that to say this. You you never know when you're going to be in a situation. You have to always have a cooler head to try to prevail. But it's like, yo, I didn't even do shit to you. You mad because I'm black. You would probably like me if you didn't just judge me from the color of my skin. We, we could talk about a whole bunch of shit. We probably agree on a lot of shit, but there's basic core values me and you, my guy, do not fucking agree on. And it's just like, before that, it's funny how God shows you stuff. Before that, uh, California was talking about giving black folks reparations, $223,000. And I'm going through the comments and I'm hearing all this racially fueled stuff. And the thing that bothers me is a mute motherfucker when that topic comes up. Uh, I don't see color motherfucker when that comes up. It, it, it bothers the shit out of me when I hear a, well, they, they, their ancestors were slaves. They weren't. You don't know the fucking black experience of getting pulled up behind with a police car not knowing if you're gonna make it home or not even though it's a small percentage still motherfucker do y'all even worry about that because i got stories i can tell you when i'm with some of my white homeboys and they like man fuck the police and they pretty much tell them and the police like yeah okay i understand yes sir you're a, you're, you're a citizen let me try that shit so when i hear people like oh slavery was so long ago or I don't see color, or, you know, they're giving them money for nothing. Show me one motherfucker, Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever, who didn't spend that money when Biden sent out those checks. You spent it on something, so kiss my dick with that bullshit because I'm tired of that holier-than-thou attitude. And they say $223,000. Fuck it, homie. You don't even gotta give me that much. Give me a perfect score, credit score, and give me like $25,000, $30,000. I make it do what it do. Give the same shit to my kids. Because people who's gonna spend that money on some dumb shit, they gonna spend that money on some dumb shit, but at least it'll fix the economy. All the money they spend on wars and all that shit, because black people are roughly only 12% of the population. All the money for wars and uh, fucking... but agriculture, all that shit that just take a slice out of it. Just 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 take 10% out of our entire budget and give it away. And it's like, oh, well, that's socialism. No, 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 fuck that. Call it what it is. Because to say that, you know, there's still not racism going on today or prejudice going on today, you one of those motherfuckers like, I don't see color. I don't in public, but behind closed doors, you got shit to say. So with that being said, I called my mom. And y'all know, my mom's one of my best friends. And I was talking to her, and you know, she was just giving me like motherly advice and words of encouragement. You know, just like, well, I love you, and I'm glad you didn't shoot anybody, and da-da-da. I'm like, yeah, well, 
thanks mom like i'm still kind of worked up you know uh my mom she she absorbs energy so like i came and her like hey is everything okay you cool it's been a weird day she's like hey calm down like what are you, what are you talking about you, you're talking like a thousand words a minute the first thing she asked like are you on drugs or something what's going on and i'm like nah it's not that i almost shot somebody today and she's like oh why would you shoot somebody? And I told her, and she was like, you know, it's it's not about them spraying us with water hoses or sicking dogs on us. Or, it's not really that sort of brutality anymore that's, you know, that the public sees. It's more so, sort of that backwoods shit. Like you'll hear like these stories, like the kids getting rolled up in the gym, or that one kid getting rolled up in a gym mat or dying in jail or playing in a park. It's always that one-off situation. It's like, who's the next one in this situation? And back to reading those comments before, you know, I drove out to Rosa Claire, Illinois. It was like uh, reading just the racist comments. Like, well, since everybody wants to be something, I guess I'll be black. And I stand behind this 120 fucking percent. If you don't believe me, fuck you. Don't subscribe. You can't trans anything and be what it originally was. You can't be born a boy and transition into a woman and understand all the milestones and everything it took for that woman to get into her womanhood. You can't be a 35-year-old white guy and then pretend to be some 35-year-old black guy by the way you dress and the way you act and the people you hang with and try to say that you're transracial or some shit like Rachel Dozenell or whatever. Shit don't work like that. Like you miss out on those experiences. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking upset. My, my throat is killing me. But like at the beginning of the show, how I was talking about, I kind of keep it to myself. Outside of y'all, the only person I told was my mom. I mean, the gas station clerk, I'm quite sure they seen it, but it happened so quick. And the time of day that it was, they was probably ready to close up. I mean, hell, the police didn't come after me. I haven't got, like, you know, uh, a knock on the door, because, you know, they can scan license plates and shit like that. They haven't called, you know, in my little uh, contractor number. None of that shit. So... I didn't, I'm not taking phone calls. I don't have it in me. You might be going through something right now. You're like, brother, I should talk to you. Hey, playboy, let me holler at you for a little bit. Nephew, what you up to? Hey, friend, it's been a while. All that shit, man. It's on pause. Like, I'd be cool by tomorrow. But that's the whole thing. If you feel a certain way about somebody who's not always available to you, whether you were always available to them or not, man, check your fucking ego. You don't know what the next man or woman's going to do. The world's bigger than you. You're not the only motherfucker with problems. You know what I mean? Like, hey, hey, just, just let me hear, you know, let me rap to you real quick. Or, hey, I got this idea about your show or, hey man how about we go kick it for a little bit you know catch up look man 
I'm focused on three things right now. I'm focused on God. I'm focused on my kids. And I'm focused on my careers. Notice I said multiple careers. My entertainment career, my logistics career, you know, just my travel agency career. (laughs) All that shit. And a couple other things I'm really not going to speak on. But it's like, I'm focused on that. And like, as cliche as it sounds, and as old as I am, I don't want to be like, oh my God, I'm just getting to the money. It's not that. Biggie once said, being broke at 30 is a nightmare. I'm almost 40, and I'm in a position financially I haven't been in since I've been in my 20s. So I'm turning that shit around, baby. So if it ain't about us getting some money, and you on a woe is me train right now, hey, baby, I'm on a different track because we can exchange blues all day, blues clues all day long. Like, oh, she did you like this, this bitch did me like this. Excuse my language, not calling women bitches, but I'm just I'm just speaking my piece right now, ladies. Or, uh, you know, XYZ happened to you, ABC happened to me. So it's not really a place of healing and helping. It's a place of comparison. Right now... I'm playing Connect Four with my misery. I'm about to beat his ass into Madden. You know what I mean? But it's just like... It's funny. Because before all that shit happened, I was talking to Camille. And I was like, hey, sweetie. You know, she was was laughing about one of the podcasts. And I'm like, what's up? She was like, can you do an episode about whatever, whatever? And I was like, yeah. So as soon as I get home, I got you. I got you. She's like, all right. And like, that's kind of one of our things or whatever. She'll laugh and she'll joke about it. like, I like that one. I didn't like that one. Or she just asked me how shit's going. You know, just being an adult, checking in with her parents or whatever. It's, it's cute. It's sweet. You know what I mean? But it's just like, I didn't even hit my daughter back. My daughter don't even know that I almost shot somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Recently. My daughter don't know that I almost shot somebody recently. And it's like, I don't know. It's, and part of me don't want to tell her. I'm going to have to tell her now because I know she's going to hear this in a couple of days. But it's like, in 2023, I'm not out here selling drugs. I'm not out here pimping hoes. I'm not out here storming the Capitol. I'm not out here shooting at police. I'm not out here shooting at my brothers and sisters. I'm not out here raping and robbing nobody. I am working a job. And you have the audacity to try to intimidate me by running me down with that big-ass white truck. The only thing that saved you was God. Because, let it be known, the burner, and y'all can look it up, the burner, the the pellets are less lethal, but they can kill you. Not as fast. It will be a horrendous, painful, blood clot filled death, and I am shooting people in their eyeballs and their nut sacks and their throat. Like, that's where I'm hitting you at. And ask about it. I, I should be a fucking marksman. Like, go to the gun range with me. Think I'm bullshit. Ladies, go on a date to a gun range with me. See how accurate I am. And then you go, oh, yeah, Kyvon Williams is a motherfucker with that, too. I feel that people don't value life. 
like they should. And I knew that, you know, with my medical profession, if you, eh, I, I guess it's a medical profession, being a, a medical carrier, I guess. But I knew being in this field, and the states I go to quite often are Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, Tennessee, uh, Mississippi, and Georgia. Oh, and Alabama sometimes. Alabama sometimes. And it's just like, I'm in the Bible Belt, but pretty much every one of those states, even Indiana, had slaves. Because if you research it, they even had slaves in New York. Don't believe that whole, oh, the North was like, we're going to stand up against the South. Slavery is an atrocity. Now, those motherfuckers had slaves also. Hell, Benjamin Franklin had a few. You know what I mean? Thomas Jefferson was fucking his. So, so don't, 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 don't get it twisted. Like slavery and oppression and all that shit is is American is apple pie, handguns and selling pussy. Like it, it's just it's always been here. It, it's not going anywhere. And it's like I feel I feel sad for Rooster. Not so much for Camille and Xavier, but for Rooster, I feel really bad because he's just a baby baby. Like, he's four. So when he see people on TV, he see people's all colors getting along and dancing and playing and singing and eating and sharing. Xavier's seen some bullshit in his life. He's only 15. Camille's seen a lot of bullshit in her life. She's 18. We're talking about racial bullshit. And I remember Deacon would ask me, he would be like, hey, when's the last time something truly racist happened to you? And I would think about, you know, well, maybe I got passed over for this job I was qualified for, or maybe, you know, this time. It it would be like situations where it could have been racist, or maybe they just went with another candidate. You know what I mean? Could, could it have been racist or maybe it was prejudice but this was some old intimidating you know I'm gonna scare this dude my whole thing is this though I guess since my car looked like it's a female's car and like it was dark outside maybe he thought he was chasing down a black let, let that sit in your head for a second. Because we, we, we joke about my height a lot or whatever. I'm not a small guy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not. Like, it's funny. Big D and Miss Ernestine was like, man, you've been in the gym lately, haven't you? Yeah, I, I got my weight up a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, for one, my daughter is dating a boy. He's a grown-ass man, so if shit goes left, I got to jack up the little homie. You know what I mean? Ain't no no disrespect. It's all out of love, but come on. I've been loving her since before she loved herself. So it was like, you know, when I hopped out that car, I'm not like Ving Rings opposing, but it's like, oh, this N-word got some size to him. Oh, shit, is that a hand cannon? Yeah. So you want to get shot or you want to squabble? We could do either one. And he just, he just backed up. Okay, nigger, you got it. You got it. What if I was my 120 pound daughter? What if 
I was my 145 pound son. What if I was your wife, your baby mama, your little brother, your big brother, your uncle, your daddy, your mom, your best friend? And he had a couple of homeboys with him. Ready for the cause. Just because I'm black, my skin is weaponized. I know, right? And you know, normally I'm like, oh, well, put God first and every, you know, you never be last. I still believe that. But I think he needs to thank God he's still alive. And maybe he could change his ways. Maybe he's telling his story a different way. I spared him because. Why'd you spare me? Because I had the drop on him. I came out with that burner ready to go. And, and, and just for legal reasons, uh, the burner, <laughs> again, is not classified as a firearm. It's a uh, uh, weapon that shoots projectiles at a slower speed than a bullet, but it shoots out rubber projectiles that explode and release uh, peppers of uh, over a million Scoville units or some shit like that. So, yeah, just a disclaimer. Uh, the burner is not a handgun. <laughs> so, yeah. So, before y'all try to be like, oh, man, he, he, he pulled out the burner in Illinois. Oh, wait a minute. Kyvon Williams pulled out a burner. The, the Illinois law clearly states, nah, fuck that. So, yeah, baby, I'm covered. Yeah. But, uh, I always choose love over ignorance. Because I was about to get real ignorant to match that ignorance. And God saved it. Because it <laughs> the burner holds six. He was gonna eat all six of them. And we're talking about pupil, pupil, throat, nut, nut, maybe stomach, or right in the forehead, right in that third eye. And it would have been a rapid succession. Like, if you watch film of people getting shot with the burner, like, these are test subjects. These are big motherfuckers walking up. Like, they throwing up, they snotting, they pissing on themselves, they gagging for air, they need milk poured all over their face from one. So, yeah, man, uh, if I'm not there for you, I apologize, but I'm being there for myself right now. You know, and I don't need anybody like, hey, well, you alright? You want to talk about it? I just did it. I'm cool now. I'm about to uh, play some Madden. Finish off this Doucet. Uh I don't know, man. That's probably about it. Just enjoy the breeze. Well, that's all I got. So I won't start rambling. Whew. Feels like therapy getting it off my chest. Alright, well, until next time. Always put God first and you'll never be last. Peace.